0: What's up dirtbags? Welcome to episode 125 of the Midwest Angler Podcast. I'm Scott Sturman and just like every other time I'm joined by my buddy Matt Deitch. Matt, what's going
1: on? Not much, man. I got a belly full of wings and I'm ready to go. You got a belly full of wings right now? I do. I was just out at the golf course having a few wings before I What'd came you get? up here. I had the sweet chili. Sweet chili? Yeah. Ooh, that's crazy. No, it's, it's not spicy.
0: Really? Yeah, no. Have you had that tangy Carolina gold yet? Emily did. She thought they were good. awesome, too, didn't
1: they? Uh, I, had a, I had a little bit of it. It was good. Yeah, I might try that. I might go half and half next time.
0: I wouldn't blame you there. No. I,
1: I went half and half the other night with some barbecue. Yep. Yep. I don't know. Still love them. No, nope. I'm excited for tonight. Yeah. uh,
0: You know, obviously, you guys are like, hey, two weeks in a row, you're coming uh, a day late. And yeah. You're right. Two weeks in a row, we're coming a day late, and guess what? Next week we're going to come a day late, too, because Monday morning is, uh, is a holiday weekend. <laughs> Hell, we might be two days late. Who knows <laughs> what next week? But uh, uh, obviously, uh, if, you, if you guys are paying attention at all to the Bassmaster Elite Series, uh, uh, Wisconsin Angler, uh <laughs> absolute I, I don't know what do you call that i mean it's more than
1: domination it's uh it was just it was a crush i mean he crushed him i mean yep. he uh, they could have all fished a day five and he still gonna right. beat them. he put the gas pedal down and didn't lick in the rearview mirror he busted the rearview mirror off because he was so far ahead with a baseball bat Yep, well, he said i'm out of here yep
0: so uh caleb coop falls that man's name uh He's actually uh, you, you probably heard him talk about it before. Uh, I think Bob Downey has talked about him. Yeah. Uh, they're they're kind of travel partners. Uh, they camp together and and whatnot out on the uh, out on the Elite Series trail. Bob Downey a past guest uh, twice, but um, no, Caleb. Uh, I reached out to him when when we knew that uh, when we knew that he was going to win. Obviously, Sunday night was going to be pretty hectic for that guy. Yeah. Um. So I knew that there was a chance that we could get him because. Bob Downey had actually mentioned, you know, that that he knows him pretty good, and he thought that uh, he could possibly get us hooked up, and he did. So uh, right, right. yeah, twenty four hours uh, after winning a hundred thousand bucks, he's going to be on uh, Midwest Angler podcast. I think that's how it's supposed to happen.
1: That's, it should that should be how it happens. I Any mean, Midwest
0: anglers, if you win a big old tournament like a hundred thousand dollar tournament,
1: you know you're getting a message from us.
0: This is what this is what's supposed to happen. Then you, you then you. Go and you join the dirtbag crew.
1: That's right. I mean, I can guarantee if we ask him what's his biggest career accomplishments, number one is going to be winning the Elite Series event. Number two is going to be being on this podcast.
0: Right, right. I mean, that's a no-brainer. So yeah. And actually, I mean, we're we're in second place, but we're pff, we're knocking on the door of first.
2: That's right.
0: So, uh, yeah, I guess without further ado, uh, Caleb Koopfall. Hey, Caleb, how's it going?
2: Good. Thanks for having me on.
0: You bet. Thanks for joining us. No problem, uh, Caleb. We like to get all of our uh, episodes started off with a couple of random questions, so this one will be no different. Uh, Caleb, how do you feel about uh, chicken wings?
2: You know what? I I, I would have to say a uh, pass on that one. Um, hard
0: hard pass I, I on love, the chicken wings, huh?
2: Yeah, you know I like buffalo wings, but just like straight chicken wings. I don't know, unless they got like BBQ sauce or something on them.
1: Well, then but we're, you, we're you gotta, doing, yeah yeah we're we're, we're talking we're, buffalo wings here.
2: Yep. There there we go. There we go. Yeah, we're yep. talking yep. about yep. wings. I'm, I'm on board then. I'm All on right. board.
0: All right. Are you boneless or traditional?
2: Boneless definitely.
0: Boneless. Okay. Boneless. All yep. right. And and the and your favorite flavor?
2: Uh just honestly, classic, maybe a little bit hotter.
0: Okay. Ranch or blue cheese? Blue cheese. Blue cheese. All right. Absolutely. And now I want to know, a wing eating contest between you and Bob Downey, who's going to take it home? <laughs>
2: I would say Bob. I would say Bob. You think Bob? Would I'm, take a little, you, huh? I'm, I'm a little huskier than he is, but I would imagine he could he could put it away probably a little bit better than I would.
1: He's one of those skinny guys that you, Kobe. You, you're, you're wondering the, where he's putting, putting it. But he's with a big
2: it. Uh, with a big stomach. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that's me too. <laughs> well, yeah, Not. I don't know about a little guy, but
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Matt, you got any randoms?
1: I no, I wasn't thinking of any. Oh what's the weirdest thing that you have in your boat?
2: Gosh, weirdest thing. Like
1: if somebody weirdest. got in there and they were like looking at it like what do you have in this? What do you have that for in here? Because you guys Boy, have to carry a of my, lot of
2: stuff. Some of my scents are pretty crazy probably that I got in my <laughs> boat, but I carry I carry quite a few scents, you know, spray bottles and, you know, whatever else kind of kind of stuff, but um my favorite is gulp, you know, my, my gulp scents. I love my gulp scents, but I got a couple, couple others. Bang. That's another really good one. Yep. But yep. I don't know. I don't really have anything else that's really odd, you know, for bass fishermen, I guess. Right
0: on. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, let, let, us get talking. I mean, everybody knows, uh, everybody knows your name right now in the bass fishing world. Uh, the fact that we got you on, uh, 24 hours after you pulled it off, uh, is really pretty awesome, but, uh. Can you put into words what have the last twenty four hours been like for you?
2: Boy, uh, I mean, uh, just crazy. Um, it's been been absolutely nuts since since yesterday evening. Just the inflow of text messages and emails, and you know, people wanting to you know set up set up interviews and podcasts and and all this stuff. Uh, it's really been been overwhelming. Uh, you know, just the amount of people, you know, friends, family, and and all that 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 have reached out and, you know, congratulated me, and you know, I got a lot of support, you know, that I didn't know I have, I, I had, I guess. So, you know, it's been it's been awesome.
0: Well, you know, I mean, I think the Midwest is really pretty tight knit. I mean, you know, me and Matt being here from Iowa, obviously, there's no anglers on the on the trail from Iowa, but I mean. You know, we go for the Minnesota guys and the Wisconsin guys, and you know the Canadians too. You 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 have to go. You know, I, I don't know us up north guys. I, I think we've just kind of got a bond. I think.
2: <laughs> yeah, we're we're a different breed. I think uh, angler, you know, being from the the north, you know, um, you know, we we deal a little bit more, you know, probably in smallmouth than than a lot of the southern southern guys, but um you know I, I fished a lot i got i got a lot of experience pretty much everywhere though i fished a lot of tournaments down south um over the years so you know i've gotten used to fishing in a lot of those bodies of water but i would say you know as far as uh fisheries and how good they are you know up north there's nothing that compares i think we got way better fisheries than you know a lot of the southern people do um you know just for just catching fish right just yeah. fishing wise so
0: now now you haven't been tournament angling for all that long r- relatively speaking correct?
2: No, I've been in it uh pretty much my whole life uh you know fishing up to a point and then tournaments I probably got into in right around 2003 I think was my first year actually tournament fishing so that's been been quite a while so Okay, I, did, I, I was thinking that exactly they were new.
0: I was thinking that they were talking on uh on Bass Live, you know, when I was watching that, that uh, that you hadn't been tournament angling for that long, but I, I, I apologize.
2: Yeah, they must have gotten some bad information then Because <laughs> I've been at it for yeah, probably eighteen years or, so did, or you, so.
1: did you start at the club level, or did you just jump into like some of the bigger like the opens or you know, I started BFL, as a co like Okay, exactly.
2: Yeah, BFLs. Uh, I started in two thousand and three, and I actually I fished in over over a hundred uh, tournaments with with FLW over the years at different levels. Um, but. Uh, you know, love FLW. Uh, I, I got into bass in 2019. Yeah, I, I haven't. My career is not that long with them. I don't know. Maybe that's what they were talking. Yeah, about. Yeah, that could be. I guess. Yeah, yeah. I just started with them in 2019. Signed up for the opens and qualified to the fish the elites uh, my first year. So
0: nice. Yeah, that's that's really pretty incredible. I mean, you right, you look yeah. at you look at a lot of the guys who have tried, and I mean, there's some really solid sticks that you don't get it done in a year.
2: Yeah, I don't know if I was just, you know, lucky, probably a little bit both, a little bit of luck, you know, a little bit of skill, but um, you know, to to qualify for the 8 series is uh a, is a is a, it's a task, you know, it's you know, you got to you got to be pretty good I think to to get to that level. You know, no. it's a lot of consistency, you know, finishing well in every single event. You know, you just can't have a bad one.
1: Yeah, it doesn't happen by accident.
2: That's right. for dang no, sure. No, exactly. You can't luck yourself into that league. That's right.
0: So let's let's talk about this season. Uh, You know, when when you got the schedule for this season and and you're looking through the tournaments, did you see Gunnersville on there and circle that one and say, oh, yeah, that's that's one that I'm going to do good on? Or I mean, were you were you kind of surprised at the way that this all shook out?
2: Uh yeah, I would be surprised uh, just because it's Gunnersville. I do have a lot of history on Gunnersville. Um, been there probably you know a dozen to fifteen times. Oh, wow. uh, before so, yeah. Being from Wisconsin, I guess you'd say I got quite a bit of experience down there. But um, it's not really one that I would just single out. You know, and circle and say, hey, you know, this is my tournament to win. Right. I mean, you know, I'd say I'd probably more be more excited about it than some of the other events. Um, but you know, as far as doing well, I really kind of did not expect to—not this well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Oh yeah. So
1: did how was? Did you have a good practice leading up to it, or were, like were you going into the tournament on Thursday thinking, okay, you know, I have a good spot, I have good fish. I mean, I could I could really do something in this one.
2: I did not have a good practice. I I caught, man, I would say probably a total of, you know, 20 fish or something like that in practice. Uh, Did not get that many bites. I really, really struggled. I think on the second day of practice, I only had three keeper bites. So, you know, it was a lot of looking. It was a lot of eliminating water. I kind of knew what I wanted to do uh, going into it. But, you know, my practice did not you know, it's not like I said to myself, Hey, I got a chance at winning this thing, you know, after practice, you know, it was more of a, I think I can survive this one, but we'll see. Right.
0: Now, now you went out there day one, weighed twenty-seven ten. uh, followed it up the next day and, and dropped pretty substantially. Uh, when, when you got out there on day two, were you like, Oh my gosh, my fish have left. Or, I mean, was it just kind of a fluke deal?
2: It was it was more weather related, I think, okay. on that second day. Um, uh, we had a lot of wind come in on that second day. It was blowing probably 18 to 20 miles an hour, I would say, and to where my my secondary area, where I ended up pretty much winning the tournament off of. You know, that's why I caught pretty much all my big ones later, um, later in the in the tournament. Um, it was, the wind was blowing right up the gut as far as where the, uh, the river system kind of sets up there. And, you know, I had a lot of wind pouring into that section. And when you're flipping mats, it's just not, it's not conducive. It's not what you want. Mm -hmm. You know, you want calm water. You want to be able to, you know, pick those mats apart. You want to, you know, be able to maneuver your boat and, you know, really get in there and i just wasn't able to do that on the on the second day you know it was kind of a, a throw up you know just get getting in there and I, you know i had to run my trolling motor really high i think i was spooking a lot of fish before i was getting to them you know it just it just wasn't a good day i think i only caught one one fish that would actually you know cull up uh from my starting location um in that area so yeah i mean i think it was more weather related than anything
0: right on yeah now, now go going back to day one you know 2710 uh, w- when you know you've got 25 pounds you know maybe more in the boat and you're heading back to weigh and I mean do you got a feeling at that point in time like holy smokes I I got something I mean do you think you know uh you know I'm I'm, I'm gonna be up there you know but I, I mean you you blew them away I mean did did you did you have that idea that that could be the way it ended up
2: well on the first day that yeah it was a surprise to me that 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 weight was so high because it's gunnersville you know it's gunnersville and there are big sacks weighed in there you know in just about every tournament and yeah it was kind of a bad time of year you know the timing of the tournament was probably a little off as far as you know with those fish moving out to you know deeper water and the ledges, ledges and schooling up um but I was a little surprised to see, you know, he weighing 27 pounds and the next one down is, you know, 21. Um, you know, a little surprised that they weren't, you know, the really, really top guys weren't a little bit higher.
1: Now, I got I to gotta give a shout out to Scott here because a couple nights before the tournament started, him and I and his kids were out in the driveway shooting hoops. And we were talking about the tournament and, like, what the weights were going to be like. And he said, somebody's going to catch a 27-pound bag. He said, somebody's going to do it. And I was just like, mm-hmm. I, I didn't really know. I was like, I don't know if the, somebody, I mean, like you said, it's Gunnersville; It could happen, but I didn't know if it was going to. And then I texted him on Thursday night and said, you were right. Somebody did catch a 27-pound bag.
0: Only time I've ever been right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yep.
0: No, no. And, you know, I mean, like like you say, it is Gunnersville. You know, some of these guys, you know, throwing big baits and, and whatever. I mean, I, I don't know. You know, it's Bassmaster Elite Series. You know, some somebody's going to catch them and and. I don't know. I'm pretty pumped up. It was you. That's, that's really pretty incredible.
2: Yeah. Yeah. If, if there's one thing I know about fishing the elites after almost two years of doing it, it's, you know, somebody always catches them and they usually catch them a lot better than you did. So those guys they're you know, every single one of them is fully, you know, able to, to win, you know, at that level. And it's the competition is just amazing.
1: Yep. What was it like going into the last day, like that, that last morning before blast off and everything like that? And what did you, you had? Like what? A, 11, what, eight, uh, 11, eight pound lead. How, how many, how much weight did you think you needed to legitimately, legit, legitimately secure that up?
2: I I I put the goal at fifteen pounds uh, yeah. that day. I thought if I got fifteen pounds, that that means somebody else is going to have to, you know, somebody really close on me is going to have to catch like twenty five, twenty six, you know, to beat me. And so I thought, you know, that that's pretty much impossible, you know, right now with the weights with that we had had. So I right. I thought I got it sewed up if I got fifteen.
0: Now did I mean? The, the the camera was on you obviously most of uh, day four but uh, obviously you know boating around heading back to the weigh in uh, you know the the cameras aren't com- o- always running I mean was there a moment you know like you know you and your marshal you and your cameraman you know just high fiving and like oh my gosh I can't believe this this actually happened
2: you- yeah yeah there was actually in the last the last spot I I went back to my my starting spot my milfoil spot and actually caught two fish there one called and we were just idling through the marina uh there at goose pond you know going back to weigh in and um yeah it was like a, you know it's i think it's over it's over and <laughs> hey, we've done it so yeah it was pretty crazy i had uh, the same cameraman uh, three days in a row that was pretty special great guy
1: yeah that is that is nice what is it what is it like having the cameraman i mean you know, you fish a lot of tournaments where you might not have a camera. Obviously, it's a good thing to have the camera boat or the cameraman in your boat with you. But you know, is it is there? Sometimes where it's just like I would just like to be out here by myself, just fishing, or
0: I want to be able to swear and have it not on film. That's <laughs> right. what's going on.
2: Absolutely, well, it's it, it's. I would much rather not have one, obviously, because you, that's always in the back of your head thinking, man, I got a camera on me, you know during this whole event you know you don't want to do something crazy that's gonna make you look stupid you know (laughs) because they're they're gonna air it you know so yeah yeah it's it's a little bit more nervous but you kind of get used to it after a while you know i've had i think this is probably my seventh or eighth day on the elite series where i've had you know a camera guy in the boat and it really doesn't bother me as much anymore so
1: was was it the longest way in you've ever been a part of that last day
2: No, it was really short, actually. Was it? Um, it Pulled out of the water. Yeah, I had just so many people coming up to me and, you know, signing some autographs and stuff, you know, kind of waiting to, to weigh in and, you know... I. I kind of knew the way it was going to turn out, anyway, So, right, yeah, you know, it wasn't. I ha- it wasn't like I had that on me. You know, man, I wonder if I got enough. I wonder if I got enough. You know, everybody was coming up to me like, "Hey, congratulations on your win!" And it's like I haven't even weighed in yet. But <laughs> is that disappointing? Okay. <laughs> is is, is, <laughs> yeah. is that a little
0: disappointing? I mean, would you have rather had it been? you know uh, winning by a pound you know like oh my gosh you know I mean you you look you you saw Bill Lowen earlier this year you know and Wes Logan and I mean those guys get up on stage and I mean they are actually looking at the scale like you know Mm -hmm. we gotta know what's going on here and you know boom you know fist bumps and you know everything else and yeah, like you say, I mean, you aren't even off the water yet. I mean, you could have weighed all dead fish. You could have. Right. You, know, well, yeah, like,
1: you only need one pound or something like that, right. I think, so it's just like,
0: alright. The, the best part was watching the weigh-in, and like, these guys are weighing in their fish, and they're currently second place, you know. N- <laughs> normally, you know, Mercer, and we've got a brand new leader. Nope, I mean, mm-hmm. still in second place, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I don't know. Pretty crazy. Yeah,
2: it was, it was a, it was a crazy deal, for sure, but you know, would, I would, guess if you're if you're going to win it by, you know, you might as well make it a big, big margin, right. you know. But I probably would have rather have had it, you know, be a, a small one, make it a little more exciting. And, you know, but been a lot more nerve wracking on my part. So. Oh,
1: I could have been throwing yeah, up in the parking lot for <laughs> sure having that much weight. Have,
0: have you had any wild fan interactions in the last day? I mean, anybody coming up to you in the parking lot that's just crazy or, you know, somebody sees you in a gas station, you know. 12 hours later anything crazy like that
2: Yeah absolutely yesterday I actually the, uh, the last two days I had some uh drunk guy I don't know who he was <laughs> and he was you know he talking you know he'd start talking to you about this and that you know then he'd walk away then he'd come back you know and start talking to you again and you know it's kind of kind of annoying it's like <laughs> you know but it is what it is you get all kinds I guess
0: he wanted to see if you had some spotted cow. That was what was that's going what on. It was. It down. <laughs> Cheese curds and spotted cow. This dude's from Wisconsin. Let's have a party.
2: There you go. There you go.
0: Nope. So, what's the plan now? You heading uh, heading back up to Wisconsin?
2: Yeah, we got a month off now on the Elite Series. So, uh, our next event is until Champlain up in New York. And that's not until, I believe, like July 4th, weekend we start practice or something like that. So. No, I was, I'm headed north where I'm going to, you know, keep fishing and try to stay sharp and, you know, take some time off.
0: Yeah, well, you, I mean, you deserve some time off. But, yeah, like you say, I mean, you don't want to, yeah, you want to stay sharp. I mean, you're on a roll. That's that's a good thing. I I, I think, you know, when you're fishing confident, uh, you know, I, I mean, look at Wes Logan.
1: Right, yeah.
2: Yep, exactly. Yeah, I'll finish fish some, uh, you know, some local derbies back home and, you know, just try to stay on the water.
0: Do, what, what do you think that this has done for your confidence, Caleb? I mean, you know, obviously if you're out, uh, you know, on the road chasing, you know, tournaments and whatnot, uh, you, you know, to get that blue trophy, you know, I mean, says, all right, you know, I, I deserve to be here, you know, whatever. I mean, well, let's be honest. Everybody has really good tournaments and everybody's got really bad tournaments. I mean, how important was this blue trophy for you, to, you know, for, for your confidence?
2: Oh, it, it means everything to me. I mean, it, not only something that you have worked, you know, hard for your entire life pretty much, but, you know, just to, to have the, the confidence knowing that you can do it, you know, you can compete against these guys and do well, you know, it's just, uh, you know, totally inflates your, your confidence going forward. So, um yeah i mean i can't even explain it it's you know it's a great thing
1: are you are you carrying that blue trophy around like when you go into gas stations and stuff like that you got that with you just like oh yeah oh let me put this down here while I, pay. <laughs> I am in
2: my <laughs> i am in my tundra right now and it is strapped in right next to me dang so. right it is. that's
1: exactly where
2: <laughs> yeah. i'd have it too <laughs> <laughs> yep it's going home to wisconsin awesome
0: well, Caleb, uh, you know, you can't uh you can't be out there on the road uh you know doing what you do without some awesome sponsors. Uh t- tell us who you got.
2: Yeah, uh, my title sponsor uh is PC Fun this year. Actually, they they were my first sponsor. I, I took them on in 2019 um and they've been with me ever since pretty much, but they're a great company. They they uh dabble more in, you know, affordable quality fishing gear, you know stuff on the little bit more affordable side but they sell rods reels uh they're mainly known for their reels but they sell you know pretty much everything uh line tackle bags dry bags stuff like that um kalen's fishing uh they they've been a real real help to me too they're a local um i mean they're they're nationwide everybody's heard of them like you know it's kalen's grubs and yep. uh, uncle josh and and all those but um they're based up kind of near me there so i got a lot of good friends over there uh, Van Horn, um, they're a Ford dealership near the house. I got a lot of friends, a lot of those guys, fish tournaments and stuff with me. Uh, they're big into supporting me. Um, you know, powerful, total boat control. Uh, they've been a, a big deal this year. I took them on and, um, they're, they were a big player in this tournament too. I was power pulling down. I probably power pulled down, you know, 30, 35 times a day in this tournament. So, uh, they were a big help. Uh, Mercury Motors, and uh, the Boat Dock in the uh, Wisconsin. So they're my my official boat dealer for the year.
0: Awesome. Now, that Van Horns Automotive, uh, when I was looking into that, uh, doing a little research on you setting up this interview, uh, what's the town that
1: that place is in?
2: Oconomowoc. Oconomowoc.
1: We we have a little segment sometimes on this show where we uh, get – random lake names and scott's got to try to pronounce them a little bit and we've had a lot of wisconsin lake names
0: in and, that and i didn't i didn't have Oconomowoc. i <laughs> I, I was <laughs> Like, I, I i i was doing the research i saw that and i'm like i gotta have him say that that's that's fun i don't care what who you are uh, yep
2: that's pretty good the, Oconomowoc. there is an Oconomowoc lake so you know it's a good lake too they got a lot of good smallies in there
0: nice and uh, last but not least, uh, Caleb, where can, where can the listeners find you on social media uh, or, or social media website? What do you have?
2: Yeah, Caleb Kufal Fishing would be my Instagram and Facebook. Awesome. Right
1: on. Awesome. What's So what's the rest of the season, the rest of the, the schedule? Which ones are you looking forward to besides all of them? <laughs>
2: Well, definitely Champlain. Now that, yeah. that that one we're going to next. Uh, we only got two left. We got Champlain and we got Waddington, and uh, definitely looking more more forward to Champlain than anything. Uh, last year was awesome up there. It's just an absolute fish factory. You can pick your, you know, pick the fish you want to go after: large mouth, small mouth, and you can catch them just a multitude of different ways. So, yeah, that's by far definitely looking forward to that one. Probably more than almost anyone on the on the tournament list. Just for how it fishes so
0: nice now now, obviously this year you're not going late into the fall like last year any chance that maybe you'd hop into an open uh later on in the year or probably not
2: i don't think so uh we'll see what next year brings i might go into uh you know fisher division next year but this year i i don't think so i think this will be pretty much it uh, these next two derbies but beyond you know a lot of local events right right yeah
0: awesome stuff man uh caleb we really appreciate you uh taking time out of out of your super 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 busy uh last 24 hours to uh sit and chat with a couple uh a couple of morons from iowa and uh no we're we're it was a pleasure having you on man
2: hey no problem enjoyed it awesome yeah. congratulations man thank you i appreciate it all right see ya yep
0: there he was, the brand new recipient of a hundred thousand dollar check and a big blue trophy, Caleb Koopal,
1: Elite Series champion.
0: That's badass.
1: That is very badass.
0: We had him on our show. Yeah, that's badass. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, no, that was that was uh, pretty pretty awesome. Uh, like I said, uh, we're we're lucky to have him because uh, you know we. I mean, yeah, I don't know.
1: The, like he the, said, I'm sure his phone has not like been quiet. For- right the last 24 hours so yep uh well, yeah we appreciate him taking some time back from his drive home and
0: no doubt no doubt he said he was someplace around Tennessee
1: down by Tennessee yep uh hold on
0: hold what on. am i thinking Tennessee Tennessee
1: you trying to th- sing a John- song or what
0: yeah like i'm thinking wagon wheel <laughs> johnson city is it John- jackson city tennessee Something johnson. like that yeah that's what i was thinking wagon <laughs> wheel Darius Rucker. <laughs> Who's the other ones that sing it? Old Crow Medicine Show. There we they're go. the they're the originals. That's Old Crow Medicine Show. That's that's for that that's that's real country. That's that's some wild stuff. That's right. that's heritage I stuff. I thought
1: you were maybe thinking of Chris Stapleton with Tennessee whiskey, so That's what you were thinking? That's what I was thinking. That's what I would have started thinking singing.
0: Is Jack Daniels is that old old That's Tennessee whiskey. Tennessee whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> we ain't even gonna go there nope we ain't gonna go there it ends in cops and sirens whoa nope
1: not I'm doing still it still not doing it not doing it nope still okay not. i know like we didn't get enough response on the there was a few re- people responding to it on the post that you put up but we need more than just that for me to tell that story so and some people might be like oh that was it i mean some of our listeners are probably like i call that a monday matt you got monday evening you got a bullet hole in your ear from it. Well, no, that yeah. I, okay.
0: <laughs> okay, maybe he actually actually didn't. But all right, he ain't gonna tell it. And you know what? I ain't gonna push it any. I'm not gonna push it anymore. That's it. That's done. That so, that part so, of
1: Matt's life is over with. So, so and Mike can just calm down with it. You oh, know what? Oh Mike, you want to know Mike? Oh Mike,
0: my, oh, my, oh, <laughs> old son, you you want to you want to know something? There is actually going to be a time here in a few weeks where you're going to be gone for two weeks straight. Right, and I'm going to have a special guest on, Brant Deitch, or maybe your uncle, maybe your <laughs> uncle Chad, and the, he's going to tell the story. Tell
1: the story about it. Yep, from their perspective. Yep, that'd be all right because I'm the one that always has to tell the story, and that's what I. That's what needs to happen. Somebody else needs to tell this story from their perspective. Yep. Brant's part of the story is pretty good. Okay, so.
0: Well, maybe that's maybe that's where we go. But uh, yeah, back to back, back to Bassmaster Elite Series. Uh, Matt, did you see Carl Jacobson out there uh, doing his garbage pickup?
1: I sure did. That was pretty cool.
0: That was really cool. And uh, you know, I I kind of got to thinking about Carl. You know, slinging the gloid bite <laughs> from down down under, down in Australia. Uh, what what's your favorite accent?
1: My favorite accent. Uh, you got to go with Australian. They're just fun. I mean, when they get excited and then they go up like another pitch and tone and they just like, I mean, it's just like, you don't know what they're saying half the time, but you're just as excited as they are because I mean, uh, and I mean, I grew up watching crocodile Dundee movies and I, I mean,
0: can you imagine if it was me and you, Carl Jockamson, Taku (laughs) Ito, and Matt Robertson, all sitting around having having supper together. That's
1: like a United Nations right there. Did
0: you did you see Matt Robertson? He's uh, he's oh, been yeah. fishing. You know, the last while he's been fishing to get concrete driveway poured to his trailer house. <laughs> that's Kentucky. Yeah, that's that. And that's backwoods. Yep. And and he he's just happy to be a bass master. <laughs> I love it. I yeah, love I it.
1: so do I. I mean, that's that's the great thing about fishing. It brings all nations and all walks of life together. Yep
0: yep heck yeah but uh no back to carl uh carl as he was out there fishing uh noticed a lot of trash underneath one of the boats or one of the bridges bridges that uh that he was fishing and so him and his wife kayla actually went back there and uh picked up what did they say 10
1: bags 10 garbage bags full trash bags full
0: oh my gosh but uh you know I I wrote on there and I said, you know, it's one thing to, you know, talk about it, but it's another thing to actually go out there and do it, you know, actually go out there with trash bags and pick it up. And, and I've got to admit it, like I'm, I'm dead wrong too. Like I've literally been fishing down at the river before and stepped over, you know, trash to, you know, get to the next rock over to start casting at another set of rapids. And, you know, I, I mean, I have taken the time to pick up trash, but probably not as much as what i should have and i mean i think that's all of us a yeah don't be a freaking moron and litter but b you know maybe maybe that's something that we all got to do
1: i think sometimes we do i think sometimes we all got to just take a day and you know for the betterment of our environment and our communities just to pick up some of that stuff i mean for people that have ever that do a lot of river fishing i mean with the fluctuation of the river coming up and down a lot of stuff gets, you know, washed down the river system, and, and it's not always just people leaving their trash, you know, fishermen leaving their trash, but it is a lot of fishing stuff sometimes. But, I mean, it's our responsibility to all of us to to keep it clean, so. I mean,
0: do you think that we could do something like the Midwest Angler podcast, Midwest Pickup, or? I, I, I don't, think we could. I mean, you know i don't know i mean we can't throw hundreds of dollars at this but i don't know i mean i would i would just like to see something done i
1: think that we should just organize something where we all get together like you know, any fisherman or anybody that wants to meet us down in the park and just walk the banks and pick up the trash and
0: yeah but i mean if tyler hicks is down in uh and, you anybody, know, Iowa like, and like he wants to, go to yeah.
1: yeah we're gonna challenge people to go out there and do it you know take a picture and send it in and to you uh, you know collecting trash and stuff like that and maybe
0: that's what we do maybe this is how it starts me and you go down there we pick up a bag of trash and then on facebook we challenge tyler hicks to go and do it
1: yeah send a bag or you know something like that i i like it we've got something going here yeah and we can't just go and both grab ramsey by the ankles and hold them up right that doesn't classify as picking up trash you try freaking picking up that grease ball <laughs> but no I, I it's a really cool idea i think that yep. we need.
0: you know i know nathan Hagen had uh when when i had commented on there nathan hagan had said uh good news story of the week scott and i had said hey great minds think alike but you know i wanted to kind of branch off of that a little bit and uh you know talk about uh you know i don't know getting something like this going so i've actually got another good news story but i think that I mean, this is a good news story for this right. week. So, yeah, I don't know. With that, uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll have to come up with something, but we'll I think it, we can we'll get, get something it going here. Uh, next up, I saw that Wisconsin is actually thinking about uh, maybe getting rid of, like, electronics for their spearing. Um, I think LiveScope and, and active target have come to a point. I, I don't know how much truth there is to it, but they were talking about people, like, pinpoint accurately dropping spears on sturgeon in 15 foot of water you know in in murky water
1: yeah that kind of takes away the point of spearing right right it does it really does i mean the the, the point see of spearing them, is seeing wow. it and do it and all that although it would be kind of kind of badass to see that that footage of like if the spear you can see the spear going down and get it i mean that i mean that is that is something but i think that has come to a point where if they want to outlaw it for that, outlaw it, do it. I'm fine with it. Yep, technology,
0: you know, uh, all, all the good things that, uh, you know, I don't know, that live scope and active target and, and, you know, whatever has has brought, you know, you knew at some point in time that it was going to have a negative effect. And, right. And, you know, I, I think it's pretty cool that the Wisconsin uh, DNR or Game Fish and Parks or whatever they have up there in Wisconsin – Uh, you know, they, they obviously saw that, Hey, whoa, you know, and, and sturgeon are special fish.
1: They really are. You don't
0: just get a hundred year old sturgeon. I mean, you don't restock hundred year old sturgeons, you know? And so, uh, when you can, when you can look at your graph and be like, Whoa, that's a big one, drop a spear on it. And you know, everybody gets a big, you know, big
1: sturgeon now, you know,
0: they, they had to do something. They had to do it quick because I mean,
1: sometimes it's okay for the fish to win. You right, know, if, right. if 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 you're spearing at a spot and you come there the next day and it's murky as all get out and you can't see the fish down there, well, that's nature. That's just how it yep. was. That, it won today, you know. So, yep. I mean, now that just kind of takes that part out of it. If you can live scope it or whatever and see them down there with all that. Yep. Yeah. I don't know.
0: I I think it's I think it's a good thing. I I can't possibly imagine that there's too many people that. Are going to get really pissed off about this. I, you know, uh, I don't know. I feel like if you're spearing sturgeon, you're kind of a traditionalist anyway. Right. I was going to say
1: it's a tradition. That people that will argue about it, I mean, usually are arguing because it's a tradition that they want to keep it. So, yeah. Well, I mean, they're as traditional as possible. Yeah. There's
0: going to be a few people and, well, whatever. You...
1: It, it, it's the way it is with everything. Yep.
0: Yep. And so, I don't know. That is what it is. But uh, I thought that that was pretty interesting. Uh, you know, like, like I said, we've been talking a long time that at some point in time, it was, it it will have a negative effect on some stuff. And I would say that this is one of the, the first dominoes to fall, you know, we'll see how much longer it's, uh, I, I mean, yeah, who knows how, right. you know, where, yeah. where it could all go, but yeah, I don't know. Technology's only going one way. So <laughs> I guess the laws will have to kind of go with go, it. And, yep. Um, yeah.
1: Matt, you got out and did some fishing this weekend. So did I. I was gonna say we both got out and I, the I, fish. I, the fish are glad the weekend is over, is what I gotta say. Well,
0: uh, the fish you were targeting, sure as crap, are. I mean, we,
1: we, I mean, we did good. We, we did good, but we didn't do as good as you. It, we, it was a weekend. I mean, we did dang good on the crappies. Well,
0: you, since I, I truly believe that your uh, your I don't know, overall experience was probably a little bit more. Uh, story worthy and whatnot than mine's i don't know about that i guess
1: I, I wouldn't say it was story worthy i think what you did was pretty pretty freaking cool too i mean yeah, what i you mean guys, it was cool it what was you cool. guys did to have that many you know kids and i'll quick yeah. i'll quick
0: throw mine out and you quick throw yours out and, and uh we'll we'll say good news stories and then we'll we'll be out of here but no uh, me and me and my uh my neighbor jeremy k and and stew the noob the guy that you guys have heard of uh drippy ramrod and uh my other neighbor pete Uh all of us took our kids, not Ramrod of course. I mean Ramrod kinda act more like a kid, but uh we all went up to my parents' dock because Ramrod had been there the other night and uh had gotten on some crappies, gotten on some bluegills, some yellow bass, perch, whatever. And uh I just thought, you know what, this is a chance where we can bring a bunch of kids up there. It's it's easy. We don't have to pull a boat, whatever. We're just gonna go up to this dock and we're gonna fish. And uh, my neighbor Pete, he texted me and said, hey, me and my boy are looking to get into fishing, uh, you know, any any pointers? I'm like, yeah, I'll give you a pointer, follow me to Okaboji
1: <laughs> and Point your car in the direction of my driveway and let's go.
0: Yep, and that's what he did too. And so uh, we went over there and, man, I, I don't know, I think there was 11, 12 of us out there on that dock. And I don't know, after really sitting down and thinking about, you know, how many fish I caught and how many fish Jeremy caught, I don't know, might have been 200 maybe oh, I, right. a, a lot of fish get that you know, many and, people out there i mean some of them were three inch bluegills and and some of them were you know 12 inch crappies and and you know nine inch nine inch bluegills you know i mean we had some good quality fish in the bunch and uh i think we kept 35 for a fish fry we had a fish fry over at uh um jeremy k's house watch the world of Outlaws sprint car racing uh
1: i don't know that it was awesome. Sounds like a good night to me. Yeah, it was a
0: good Saturday. That was a solid Saturday. And uh, I'd say the cherry on top was uh, Jeremy's boy Drew. First fish was uh, the biggest crappie and the the biggest, uh, yeah, the biggest crappie. I'd say that was the highlight of, That's awesome. of the whole entire deal. Ramrod caught it while well, Stuart caught a frog. Ramrod was throwing it out and caught a little northern. And I don't know when you get a bunch of kids and they see all the teeth on the northern. I mean, I don't know. that
1: that's a that's a favorite too right it's just a good time when you get them all out there everybody's having fun like you said when you're catching fish like that it doesn't matter if it's a three-inch bluegill or a nine-inch bluegill i mean it's yep they're catching their bobber went down so
0: yep. i mean adults and kids there was a lot of laughs a lot yep. of smiles and that's what it's all about i bought uh over a hundred dollars worth of mcdonald's and brought <laughs> it back out there and we're you know i mean we're out on the freaking dock you know eating fries slinging eating cheeseburgers, cheeseburgers you know and catching
1: fish i mean slinging cheeseburgers and flipping bluegills that's i was like are we in heaven and they're like no it's hokoboji i'm
0: like oh my god it's close it was wild
1: uh, that's something that they'll all remember for, i hope so because i will a, a long long time everybody yep. it's a good experience all the way around yep so and yours and mine uh my dad had went up to a lake here in southern minnesota and With my nephew coy a week ago and they limited out in crappies pretty fast and my grandpa and his brother were up there fishing off of a dock on a different part of the lake and they limited out limited out on crappies pretty fast too so my brother asked hey my brother mike was like hey saturday morning you and dad and i let's go up to let's go up there and see if we can get on them and stuff and we did and it was a little windy that day but where we were fishing it was up out of the wind and pulled up to the spot and Mike cast it out, and boom, caught one right away. So I was like, all right, yep, this is going to be good. If Mike can catch him, I mean, everyone else is golden, right? <laughs> That's right. You know, so, we used so to have, I'm, I'm, I used to
0: take a daily, or a, a, every episode I took a shot at Ramrod, and I, I mean, we should continue that, but I, I don't know. I apologize, Mike.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, him and Dad were catching, they had a couple in the boat before I even really got set up and get going. And then I think we fished for maybe an hour. And we already had our thirty, so nice. Yeah, it was time. To, so then we loaded up and cleaned the fish there, which is always nice when places have cleaning stations, so yep. you can do that right away when you get off the water and get them on ice. And then we went and tried a different another, another small lake uh, near it and tried for trolling for some walleye and stuff, and really didn't. Bad caught one like nine inch walleye, and Mike and I each caught a four inch bullhead. So. <laughs> and then dad dad also
0: the bullheads were the prize yeah
1: dad also caught the blue solo cup which was pretty that That
0: was was pretty good tell tell me
1: if you know my dad we always make fun of him whenever he sets the hook it's always he always does that like oh there's one and he did (laughs) he kind of was like oh and it was just like we were like what you got a stick or something like that he's like i don't know and i turned and looked and i saw the the opening in the mouth of that cup come up and i was like oh yeah and they're like what i was like he's got a big mouth blue solo cup i mean he hooked it right on there i mean i guess they like leeches so i think there might be a replica in the future for him
0: that's that's good <laughs> that's good stuff catch and release
1: no 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 no. he, kept we kept it, kept he that harvested one. it huh? yep yep yeah, invasive species, so we didn't want to let
0: <laughs> that's it That's true. That's true. And you do not want those things to repopulate. <laughs> no. In water. I mean,
1: once they start going, it's it's yeah, that's the end of a fishery. But, no, and so tell, then. Tell,
0: okay, go ahead. No. No. Then
1: Sunday morning we decided to, you know.
0: Is this the Grandpa Bill story? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Mike, Mike was like, or Brant actually, Brant was up at Lake Thompson at his wife's parents' cabin and their campers up there, and they had a mayfly hatch, and it was just, he was sending us pictures, and it was it was unreal. I mean, really? people that have seen a mayfly hatch know what it's like. But, I mean, he said they had the blower out, blowing off their camper, their windows, all that stuff, like, constantly. I mean, it was nuts. They went up there on Friday night, and they were just, like, Saturday morning, we're, we're done with messing with this stuff. So they came home early Saturday. And so he's, like, and he asked if anybody was going fishing on Sunday. And we said, yeah, we'll, we'll go back. You know, it was like, all right, yeah, let's yep. go back. Yep. And uh, so we were all texting together, and it was like, okay, grandpa says 8 o'clock at his place we'll leave at eight o'clock and we were all kind of like really eight? you know usually it's like usually they're like we're we're kind of thinking they're gonna be like "Well, let's leave at five or something like yep. that but eight o'clock It's like all right whatever works and so i actually left town here a little earlier which is kind of a surprise if you know us dyches it's always we're always a little late and even for fishing sometimes so i pull in ellsworth and pick mike up and so we're waiting for brand to get there and mike's like yeah dad texts me at 720 and said that he asked if we were going to wait for Brant to pick him up because him and Grandpa were on the way already. And it's like, <laughs> are you kidding me? Like, they already left, like, at 7.15. Early so, bird gets the worm, So yeah, but so... the second mouse gets the cheese. <laughs> That's right. So when we come wheeling up there to the spot, they're pulling them in as we're wheel- coming up there, and we're like, how many do you have? And they're like, I think they had put, like, number 13 or 14 in the fish basket when we come rolling up. So they only needed five more. I And you know what? we started catching them then too and but i tell you what they they just decided to fish for fun and they were just pulling them in left and i mean i guarantee they caught like Way more than us three did. I mean, it was, they were catching a lot of fish. And, you know, it's always fun to sit over there. Grandpa's harassing us, giving us crap. And we're, we're flipping crap back to grandpa. And I was like, hey, grandpa, it's, it's always really cool to see a dad take their kid out fishing, you know, that, <laughs> and stuff like that. It's really, it's kind of sweet. That's awfully you know, nice very, of you. Amazing. That's what I said. It's nice of you to take your little boy out fishing yeah. and stuff. So, yeah, oh, yeah. We were having fun. And, yeah, we, so we limited out in no time and, uh, we decided to, go back in and clean fish While we were doing that we decided to troll back mike had something on but lost it we were hoping that it was going to be a bonus walleye to throw in there and it's like come on mike you're better than that you got to catch that there goes our hopes and dreams we were hoping to come walking into the fish cleaning station with a bucket full of crappies and a nice walleye sitting on top you guys
0: so, could have had your jab at
1: the- right but then but then dad and grandpa decided to go to another lake on the way home and Caught a bunch, caught some walleyes there, so really. I, apparently, the story is I, I haven't talked to Joe about this yet. Mike told me this that Grandpa had on like a six seven pound walleye, and Dad messed the net job up at the boat ooh. and lost it. So,
0: ooh, 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 ooh.
1: <laughs> so I'm gonna ooh. have to find out the story behind that one.
0: Yep, yep. That's that's for next week's episode. Yep. So you know, I don't think it's crazy if if somehow we get Grandpa Deitch on, on to tell
1: on what to happened. tell that story. That's that's that we might have to.
0: I I think we do have to. (laughs) This episode isn't done, and I'm half tempted to call up there (laughs) right stinking now. No,
1: that's that's for next week. That's for next week. So, uh. but no, we we I think we officially have enough fish for a Dutch fish fry here in a month. Heck yeah, uh, that's as long as Grandpa doesn't get hungry and keep eating them. It was funny. My dad caught a bullhead the other day when they were fishing. And I was like, you better be careful. Grandpa might eat. No, that one's too big for me, my liking, he said. Oh, really? <laughs> I yeah. said, oh, I suppose then you can only have four bullheads instead <laughs> of seven. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So, yeah. No, it was a great weekend. I Heck mean, yeah. it's always fun getting out there like you, you know, with families. And, yep. I mean, it, it, what it is, f- friends. So, I
0: think that's. Caleb Coop Falls' uh, title sponsor, PC Fun.
1: Yeah, I think have fish,
0: fun. Fishing with family, isn't it? I think yeah, that's I what think PC so. Fun actually means. I don't know in what language, but I think that's yeah. what it actually means, like fish with family or something.
1: So, hell yeah. Right. Uh, you got a good news story? I'm just going to roll it into what I just talked about. Uh, you know, my brother had talked to some people, uh, a couple friends of theirs, a few nights before, and... You know, it was like, you know what, we've been, Dad's been doing good on crappies in this spot. And they they were up there. You know, it just, it's it's people helping people out sometimes. Yep. Sometimes it's good to, you know. Absolutely. You know, they're not just our fish. And I think you could go up to this lake anywhere on the on the lake. The way it seemed, we talked to people that were coming off that, you know, they were catching them too. Doing good so too. Yep. I mean, it was going pretty good. So, good. I mean, you know, sometimes it's, yeah, yeah, sometimes it's nice to keep that bite a secret and hot. But you know what? right you don't you go know.
0: advertise it on facebook but right. i mean
1: sometimes it's nice to hey you know what mm-hmm. in a small community like Ellsworth, i mean when we got back to town we were i was dropping mike and Brandt off and a couple of guys that we know a couple of farmers come pulling up and they have their boat behind them and they're just like there are some guys that will know where they're biting and stuff so it's like you know what guys this is <laughs> it's this, your lucky this, day this, we do this, this is this is where we were at so yep. nice
0: no uh uh not not that this is my, well i mean this will be one of my good news stories uh you know, we had done good and I had actually talked to Matt Grave and, and Melissa Grave, uh, listeners and, uh, from over George, Iowa. And, uh, they ended up going on Sunday up there, brought their boy, uh, Gabe over to the dock and, uh, they, they did really good. I know that they caught a bunch of, bunch of crappies and a bunch of bluegills. And, uh, Matt texted me and said, man, they just had a ton of fun. So that's, I don't know, once again, you know, helping people out and, uh, you know, it's just – it's cool to see a young family like that getting out there and Definitely. doing something like that, you know, not not sitting watching TV, you know, not not that, you know, watching movies with your family is a bad thing. But, I don't know, sometimes you got to get out and have a little fun. Right. Uh, my other good news story is going to go out to Bryce Nilsson. Yeah. Uh, him and his dad uh, got second place in the AIM uh, walleye deal up there on Big Stone. Right, and, yeah. Uh, you know, Bryce, Bryce and his dad and I think maybe his brother uh, – you know they do that big stone, um, uh, I don't know walleye league yeah. or whatever. And a couple of sticks, man. They're they're doing good. I I know Bryce is more of a bass fishing guy. That's <laughs> that was a joke. That was a joke. You know, he just he just doesn't know quality. But uh, no, uh, yeah. Hats off to the Nelsons. Uh, I think I I think I talked about them a couple of weeks ago too. Yeah. I think they did freaking
1: good. Yeah.
0: yeah Hell yeah. Cool. When when you're rocking, you're rocking. So that's right. So,
1: yeah, I guess uh that's episode 1. Hold oh, it. Not Hold yet, it. man. How about Fantasy Fishing? Fantasy Fishing? Hey, did you see who's holding down the top 3 spots in the Drain the Lake for our for the Midwest Angler podcast? Page? Who is it? You did not see. Hold on. Settle down.
0: I know Melissa Grave who we just mentioned was leading
1: uh Fantasy Fishing for us, but uh That's Fantasy Fishing. But I'm talking about Drain the Lake. I'm
0: just I'm just saying I know. she was
1: I'm... It looks like uh
0: is it dustin nielsen yep. he's he's back i think he won it last year didn't he i think that he might have yeah a Gun. he's good uh pff, matt deitch yep. third place your boy your boy is Morrison climbing up Grave the leaderboard again uh Jay brink golly he started off like a freaking cannon yeah and, he did. And now he had two not so good isaac Dahl uh, in fourth place uh diesel dude in sixth uh Janitor Brown in seventh, Jeremy K down in eighth. Drew, oh, Jeremy took over Drew again, huh? I
1: asked Drew the other day at recess. So I was like, hey, do you really get, does your dad really let you pick those or does he just pick them? And Drew, and he, Drew said, no, I pick them. I'm like, yep. that's awesome. And all the little, all the kids, all the other first graders are like, what are you guys talking about? Nope. Cause I was telling him how he was, you, he was ahead of me at that time. I'm like, I'm right behind you, Drew. You're you're like in fourth place and stuff, and he was all excited about it. So well, I
0: was telling Jeremy that that I thought that he was picking Drew's lineup and. You know, Jeremy's a Jeremy's pretty spiritual religious guy, and he's like, "No, dude, like I swear on my life that
1: you know." I'm I'm starting to question if Drew might be picking Jeremy's. Ah, (laughs) That's why Jeremy's taking so much offense to it. Right, I think that Drew is picking Jeremy's. Yep, that's probably what's actually going on. I'm
0: down in seventeenth place. uh, Big Tasty, my son Grady, he's beating me. Uh, My brother's beating me. You're beating me. But, but at least I'm beating oilers too. <laughs> yeah. So then there's that. Uh Drain the Lake. Let me go see. Obviously Matt is is uh must be winning Drain the Lake. I'm not winning. Otherwise he wouldn't uh let He's me see. Breaking about the top three. Jeremy K., Matt Deitch, Scott Sturman. so right. guess what? All three of us are beating hella bass. Yep. <laughs> take that, Rich.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe we can take over his job for him. Maybe bat, maybe Midwest Angler podcast can start doing some of the pundit bits.
0: Is that a shot's fired at Hellabass? <laughs> you be quiet cuz oh, he's this. got a lot more people on listening to him. He'll, I know. he'll take a shot back. I know. All right. I think that uh, will be episode 125. We appreciate everybody uh joining us. We'll see you next week on episode 126. Later.